are Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Tuesday, February 1st, 2021. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you can also check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talkin' Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. If you like what you're hearing today, then please be sure to subscribe to the podcast for free wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Whether that's through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, etc., you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. Also, if you're on Twitter, then please be sure to follow the Lockdown Blackhawks Twitter page at capital L, capital O, underscore Blackhawks, with some really good content being posted there every day as well. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into today's episode of Lockdown Blackhawks. I'm dropping the episode here in the afternoon, so of course, that means the Blackhawks are suiting up later today, and tonight they're back at the United Center to face off against the 5-1 Carolina Hurricanes. That's a 7 p.m. Central start time. But before I get into this matchup a little bit, some good news here at the Blackhawks morning skate as we saw forward Alex DeBrinkett back on the ice. He's officially been cleared from the NHL's COVID-19 protocol. Same with defenseman Nicholas Bodan, who was uh, placed on the COVID list just on Saturday morning a few days ago, along with Ryan Carpenter. And head coach Jeremy Colleton confirmed after the Hawks' morning skate that neither of these two players tested positive for the virus. To bring it, he might have been a a close contact with Adam Boquist. I know those two are currently living together, and I'm still not sure whether or not Boquist or or any of the Hawks for that matter have tested positive for the virus but great to hear that neither Debrinkit nor Bodan did they're both feeling better they were able to rejoin the team here today Um, but as for whether or not they will be back in the lineup for tonight's contest against Carolina not really sure at the moment Colleton when he spoke with the media he, he didn't sound all that sure himself so I think it's kind of going to be a, a wait-and-see game-time decision sort of thing, seeing how those guys feel later on tonight. But one thing we do know is that goaltender Kevin Lankinen, yes, ladies and gentlemen, our boy Lanky, he will be back in net tonight to face off against the Hurricanes. And first and foremost, I got to start this conversation by saying, shame on you, NHL, because earlier this morning, the league announced that Washington Capitals goaltender Vitek Vanacek, Vitek Vanacek, excuse me, won the Rookie of the Month award after posting a 5-0-2 record along with a 2.78 goals against average and a 9-18 save percentage. And to that, I have to say, whoa, 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 whoa. I get the 5-0-2 record. Yeah, that's tremendous. But let's not forget, this guy's playing for the Washington Capitals and putting up those kinds of numbers. My guy Lanky, he just had a better month in, in terms of that. He just went... 3 1 and 2 with a 197 goals against average, nearly a whole goal better. And he had a 937 save percentage. And to the, the cherry on top is that Lankinen did this with a Blackhawks roster that is decimated from top to bottom right now from injuries and COVID 19. This team is nowhere near 100% yet. 
Lankinen's kept them close in seemingly every game he started, and he's held his opponents to two goals or fewer now in five of his six NHL starts, five straight, might I add. And I get that, you know, the Capitals, they just had a stellar start to their season. But if we're looking at this as who played better between the two and who was more meaningful to their team, it has to be Kevin Lankinen. And I'm not trying to take any way, anything away from Vanisek. Uh, he was tremendous, but you go, just go and look at these two rosters and you tell me which goaltender is playing a bigger role in their team's success at the moment. That's my only gripe with, with this decision by the NHL. I get the Blackhawks uh, aren't off to the best start of the season, but still, without Kevin Lincoln in, it would be a whole lot uglier. Anyways, <laughs> I digress. Great to see Lincoln in. will be back in that tonight to take on the Carolina Hurricanes, uh, who know quite a bit about strong goaltending to start their season as well. Their two netminders, James Reimer and Peter Mrazek, they've been insane so far. Carolina currently leads the league with 1.67 goals allowed per game. They're not even allowing two goals per night through their first six games. And James Reimer, who Kane's coach Rod Brendamore confirmed will be getting the start tonight against the Blackhawks. Reimer, he's... 3 and 0 with a 199 goals against average and a 918 save percentage in his three starts and he's been the worst of the two in net so far that tells you about just how strong this duo has been for the Hurricanes so not an easy task for Carlton and the Blackhawks coming up in this two game series especially because they're a team themselves who has been struggling to score goals they scored only four in this weekend series against the Columbus Blue Jackets, who are also known as one of the defensive juggernauts in the NHL, along with the Hurricanes. So I think it's safe to expect a goaltender battle tonight here at the United Center between these two teams. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there are some key notes to keep in mind for the game tonight between the Blackhawks and Hurricanes. Coming up in just a minute, I'm going to break down the Blackhawks' projected lineup as well as all the gambling lines and odds courtesy of our partner, betonline.ag. But first, I need to talk to you all about rockauto.com. Rock Auto is a family business serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of different manufacturers. One reason to repair and maintain your cars is to save money that you can use for other important things like your mortgage or for food. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or at a new car dealership? Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers, but rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and they're always reliably low. The rockauto.com catalog is also remarkably unique and easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle, and you can choose the brands, specifications, and the prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts when you can go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts that you will ever need for your car or truck for the best possible prices?
This is the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, which is a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes by subscribing to Locked On Today wherever you may get your podcasts. All right, I just finished up discussing Alex Dabrinkit and Nicholas Bodan being removed from COVID-19 protocol as well as tonight's starting goaltender matchup. Moving on now, let's get into the Blackhawks' projected lineup here tonight against the Hurricanes. And as I said earlier, though, we're still... Not 100% sure whether or not Alex Dabrinkit or Nicholas Bodan are going to be good enough to go tonight. Um, But starting with Dabrinkit, based on his outing here at the morning skate from what I saw, you know, he, he was on the ice for quite some time both before and after practice to kind of, I think, to kind of make up for the lost time when he was out. So based on that, I'm going to guess that he's ready to play tonight for the Blackhawks. I don't, I don't want to be, you know, starting any rumors or anything saying that the Cats 100% going to be in there. That's not what I'm saying at all. But based on what I've seen at the morning skate, he was there putting in the work before and after. You know, that makes me think that he's ready to go. As for Bodan, however, um, it's going to be interesting because he was also out there during the morning skate, but one thing to consider is that I don't I don't think Colleton's going to go back to the 11 forwards and 7 defensemen look in the lineup. At least I sure sure to God hope not. Um, and also, there, there's been a lot of forwards that are playing well lately that are, that are fighting for playing time. I don't think Colleton has any intentions of uh, removing a spot in the lineup from that group. Uh, but one thing to consider is that Lucas Carlson... He was banged up a little bit in Sunday's game against the Blue Jackets. He injured his knee by blocking a shot. He went back to the dressing room in the first period. He was able to return for the second period, but he didn't play at all in the final 20 minutes. So that's something to keep in mind. He was able to go yesterday in practice, um, but who knows? Maybe the Blackhawks are wanting to give him a- another game t- just to recover a little bit. He's so young. There- there's no need for a rush. But also, in order for that to happen, Nicholas Bodan probably has to be feeling 100%. We're not sure of that at the moment. So, unfortunately, yeah, there is still a bit of uncertainty surrounding this Blackhawks lineup tonight. Um, But we'll take a stab at it regardless. Starting with the Blackhawks' top forward line, that trio of Matthias Janmark, Philip Kirishev, and Patrick Kane, they were without a doubt the team's best in their win on Sunday. So, even if Dabrinkit does get back in the lineup tonight, I don't think that that top group gets gets switched up at all. I think the top line gets left alone. The rest of the forward lines, though, this is where it starts to get a little bit complicated. With the Brinkett back, I would think the second line gets switched up a little bit just because they haven't been faring all that well here in the last couple of games. So if Brinkett is back, I would think he stays there on that second line with Dylan Strom as his center. And then maybe Dominic Kubelik gets bumped over to the right wing because during Monday's practice, Pia Suter, who usually has been playing on the right wing on that second line, he was skating down on the fourth line. I'm not really sure why, um, but that that could have been foreshadowing uh, a demotion potentially in the lineup tonight. So that's also something to keep in mind. Maybe he's even there 
on the third line with Carl Soderberg and Andrew Shaw. But at the same time, we've also seen Brandon Hagel skate there in, re in recent days. So as I said, a lot still to be figured out because of DeBrinket's injury. But if he is able to go, I think Matthew Highmore is the one to be healthy scratched down on that fourth line. I think he's the only one that makes sense to, to bump out of this lineup. I know Suter's getting demoted and whatnot, but he did just score the game-winning goal on Sunday. You don't really healthy scratch a guy after doing that. So I think Matthew Highmore is the one to be scratched if Dabrinka does get back into the lineup. And then that either opens a spot for Pia Suter to be skating with David Kampf and Reese. Uh, Reese Johnson, I don't, I don't really like that option. I think it makes more sense to place Brandon Hagel there on the fourth line and have Suter on the third line with uh, Carl Soderberg and Andrew Shaw. But as I said, during Monday's practice, Suter was skating with the fourth line. Maybe that was just to send a message. Maybe that's what Coach Colleton was doing, but who knows? Don't be surprised if we see Suter there when the Blackhawks announce their lineup right around puck drop. Then, for the defensive pairings, I think we're going to see Duncan Keith skate with Ian Mitchell on the top pairing for the first time. Those two were skating together for most of Monday's practice, and I think that's largely because the second pairing of Calvin DeHaan and Connor Murphy has been playing pretty well as of late. I know I've been a little critical of DeHaan, and that's because, you know, he's had some crucial mistakes in, in transition that have cost the Blackhawks some, some key goals. But besides those gaffes, I really do think that he's been great in the defensive zone for the most part and has been a, a large, he's played a large role in the Blackhawks' success as a team in their own zone. And, and same with Connor Murphy. I think he's been really good in the last handful of games as well. And that leaves Nikita Zadorov with either Lucas Carlson or Nicholas Bodan tonight. I personally am going to guess that Carlson gets in there. I just don't think there, there's any rush to get. Bodan back in and also based on the fact that Carlson was able to participate in yesterday's practice that tells me that he's physical physically capable of being in the lineup tonight so that's why I think Colleton will likely go with Carlson over Bodan in the first game of this series against the Carolina Hurricanes all right ladies and gentlemen I think that takes care of the Blackhawks projected lineup for tonight's contest against Carolina Coming up in just a minute, I am going to share my three keys to victory, plus all the gambling lines and odds, courtesy of our exclusive partner, betonline.ag. And speaking of betonline, I need to talk to you all about your online sportsbook experts and our promo code, LOCKEDON, one word in all caps, that you can use to receive a 50% welcome bonus with on your first betonline deposit. The NFL playoffs, are heading to the Super Bowl. We got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes versus Tom Brady. So many bets you're going to want to take there. We also have college basketball closing in on March Madness. NHL hockey has returned. NBA basketball's back. The sports world is madness right now. And there's only one place that has you covered for all your betting needs and one place that we trust. And that's betonline.ag. You can also visit the Lockdown Podcast Network's exclusive partner on social media at betonline underscore AG to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and be sure to use the promo code LOCKDOWN, one word in all caps, to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit.
This is the Locked On Blackhawks podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jack Bushman. Get the upper hand in your fantasy league with daily fantasy hockey advice from Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Fantasy hockey expert Scott Cullen gives you the tips, insights, and analysis to keep you ahead of the competition. So be sure to subscribe to Locked On Fantasy Hockey wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Okay, I just finished up talking about the Blackhawks' projected lineup for tonight's matchup against the Hurricanes. Before I wrap up the show today, I wanted to be sure to talk to you all about all the lines and odds for the game, courtesy of our exclusive partner, betonline.ag. So, according to BetOnline, at the moment, the Hurricanes are the favorite at minus 164 money line, while the Blackhawks are plus 148, which is pretty good odds there for the Blackhawks straight up. But to be honest, for me personally, it's just hard to put my money down on this team when they're so shorthanded in their lineup at the moment, especially against a Hurricanes team that's 5-1 and one through 6 games, and they sort of... They sort of play a style that, that's going to be tough for this depleted Hawks offense to score against. So I would probably say that minus 164 for the Hurricanes is the better bet here. But even, even then, that number is still not the greatest without using it in a parlay. I just have a hard time betting on this Hawks team when we're not sure, you know, if Debrinket's going to be back tonight or not. And even with him in the lineup, we're still down a bunch of guys. So... I just have a hard time personally taking the Hawks' money line. But taking the Hawks plus one and a half for minus 170, you know, that's it's a home game, and goals are probably going to be at a premium. As a Blackhawks fan, I know I have a little bias in me, but this game at home, it's where all three of their wins have come in 2021. I think that plus one and a half is a good bet here for the Blackhawks, just because, as I said, it's probably going to be a low-scoring game, and if they do happen to win, plus one and a half, it's safe. They could lose by a goal, and you still win, and those are pretty much the same odds for the Hurricanes' money line at minus one 64. So if you think the Hurricanes really, I don't, I don't think it's, it's, it's hard for me to say that the Hurricanes are going to win this game by two goals. So I think the Blackhawks plus one and a half is a better bet than Hurricanes money line at 164. If that, (laughs) if that makes sense. Um, But on the flip side, the Hurricanes, if they're, if you have confidence that the Hurricanes can win this game by two goals, they're plus 150 at minus one and a half. Those odds are tempting. But for me, as I said, with the goals being at a premium, it's hard for me to bet on an empty netter or to say that the Canes will win by multiple goals when they haven't been that great of an offensive team themselves so far through six games. I know they did just get a bunch of guys back. They got Martinuk and Tavo Teravainen back as well as a couple other guys. But I still think I'm going to stay away from that personally. But if you do like the Canes by two goals tonight, plus 150 is some great odds. So be sure to go on over to betonline.ag and hammer those odds right away because that's a pretty solid profit margin if that does wind up happening to occur. Ladies and gentlemen, I have to say my my favorite bet right now has to be the under on five and a half. I know that's pretty low, and I know also that the over has happened a lot to the Blackhawks so far in 2021, but not recently. In recent games, as I said, goals have been at a premium. In the last two series against Nashville and Columbus, both of those series, all of those games were low scoring. So until the over burns me, 
I'm going to take the under. I don't care if it's at a low number like five and a half. That's really low, actually. Probably the lowest you'll ever see before an NHL game kicks off. Um, but I just think this is one of those games that finishes maybe three to two in overtime or a shootout or maybe even two to one or three to one in regulation. That's personally what I think. But if you just, you know, if you want to happen, if you want to fade my bets and go and hammer the over, or if you just so happen to like the over in this game, bet online has over five and a half at plus 108 right now, which is pretty generous for an over under in the NHL. So take advantage of that number while it still stands and make some moolah if it turns out the way you want it to. All right, last but not least, ladies and gentlemen, my three keys to victory for the Blackhawks tonight. First, don't let the big, don't let the big guns burn you. I think if the Blackhawks, I know this is going to be easier said than done, but if they can limit Andrei Svechnikov, Tevo Teravainen, Vinny Trocek, and Sebastian Ajo, if they limit those big four up front, then I think that goes a long way in coming away with a victory tonight. But if those four, if they get to moving the puck well in the offensive zone, that usually leads to trouble for opposing defenses, and it could be a long night for the Blackhawks. My second key to victory for the Hawks is for their power play to stay hot. The Hawks currently have the fifth best power play in the NHL, but the Canes have the second best penalty kill at over 90% to kind of counter that. So in order for the Blackhawks to come away with a victory tonight, I think they have to win that high-powered matchup and come away with a power play goal. My third and final key to victory is to be the harder team to play against. The Blackhawks, I've noticed that a lot of the time in their losses this season, they're just not the aggressor in the dangerous areas, like in front of the net or in one-on-one -on -one battles. And in order to get a win tonight, I think they have to be the aggressor. They got to go to the front of the net with a purpose, cause havoc in front of Reimer, and try to cash in on second and third opportunities because against a strong Hurricanes team, Grade A scoring chances, they're going to be at a limited number, so you got to try and create as many of those as possible. And when they're there, make sure to convert because there may not be another one like that of that quality for the remainder of the contest. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that will wrap up Tuesday, February 2nd's episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show, and be sure to subscribe and to follow the Locked On Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And after the show, ask your smart device to play the Lockdown NHL podcast. The NHL regular season is underway, and the best way to keep track of it all is by subscribing to Lockdown NHL. Local experts each week bring you the biggest stories, game recaps, and fantasy advice all in one podcast. So be sure to subscribe to Lockdown NHL wherever you may get your podcasts. Once again, thank you for tuning into today's episode. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account, at JackBushman2, or you can check me out on my Strictly Blackhawks account, at Talkin' Hockey, for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. For any questions at all regarding anything related to the show, you can always email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com. You can hit me on one of my Twitter accounts, or you can call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until tomorrow's episode, go Hawks. Let's go and get a big win at home tonight. And thanks again for listening to the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.